TVA Podcast, episode 53, is July 3rd, 2008. Start of our show is Todd Van Allen, and he's on the other side of the Skype call with me. How are you doing, Todd? I'm fine. I am here. I'm here. The, uh, the weekly show that uh, has our has our listeners asking, what the fuck? Yeah, that's, I can't, okay. So two things you've done right there. One, you've incorporated feedback, which is great, through our phone number, which is what? You know what? 20 something? I don't have it on the show notes this week. What? So I don't know. Oh, someone's quite the little boy scout, isn't he? (laughs) Here's to being prepared. If you'll allow me, good listener, uh, you can actually contact us at 206-202-8065. Just leave us a message and uh, we'll be sure to uh, put that message forthwith into uh, uh, one of our future shows. But uh, there's two things you did there. One is uh, we got that feedback. And secondly, you've done the sound clip again. Oh, yeah. It's uh, just, I love how this is slowly but surely becoming morning zooified. Well, you don't like that? I'm not a big fan. Hello, come on, Big D in the TVA coming up next. But on the morning zoo, you're not going to hear a clip like this. You're not going to hear. What the fuck? No, that's. Okay. Well, you, you would if, you know what, give mainstream radio about five years. You think they'll just toss out all those rules? I mean, they'll be, I guess they'll be struggling, you know? Yeah. That, or it's just, it will be a non, uh, like, just a, a constant loop of Dean Blundell doing on-air apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I love hearing him being caught out. I love the time that they actually had him read um, a formal apology writ because he had alleged that someone was a cocaine user. Really? And the lawyers, yeah, and the lawyers got in contact with him, and I was just like, I was just about to wake up. I was trying to roll out of bed. And I only listen to CFNY because, like, once in a while they play a decent tune, but otherwise I think Dean Blundell's an idiot. And uh, he, you could just hear the legal ease he was going through. It was just like, I in no way wanted to, uh, um, uh, you know, imply or infer that, you know, so-and-so was a cocaine user. This is unprofessional on my part, blah, blah. I, you could tell he was totally reading it. Just like, yeah, way to get nabbed. I can't wait for you to have to read your first apology. I know. I can't. I, I can't wait either. Who will it be to, do you think? <laughs> I hope it's Dane Cook. We'll get into that later. Oh, okay, yeah. We're going to get we'll into get, that later. Um, got lots of stuff on the show notes this week, folks. We do, um, we do. Um, so, yeah, the Boiler radio, Fleet. Uh, we've got uh, your bomb spot mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, just before we get to that, I'd like to say uh, please vote for us on podcastalley.com. It's... Um, New month, you can it vote for us uh, once a month. So since the f- it's uh, beginning of July, mm-hmm. uh, you can go over there if you've voted before and vote for us again. And uh, that's very few of you. So the rest of you, <laughs> go over and vote for the first time. And, and just so that we can lead by example, I did that very thing this morning. Excellent. Went on and I now voted for me. Two votes in, Ju- in July. We do. <laughs> all right. Now all we got to do is get Dave Patterson to come and vote for us. Dave, how are you this morning? Back by popular I'm- demand. Ah, popular demand. What, you guys are looking for a way to kill a bit more time? (laughs) Absolutely. <laughs> no, but I, there's, there's been so many people writing in to, uh, to feedback at HeyStVA.com. Yeah, another way that you can get a hold of us if you don't have a phone. And people have said, uh, yes, Todd, great podcast. Why can't there be more Sanford and Son references? Well, <laughs> let me tell you. That's right. Well, how do you, th- you know, how do you think I get through the day? What are you talking about, you big dummy? <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, I'm coming. Coming to join you, honey. This is the big one. Yeah, my neighbor thinks I'm a freak show, too. So. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can you do? But to answer your question, I'm well this morning. And yes. you? I, I could not be better. Really? I woke up with a spring in my step and, uh, you know, ready to tackle the day. A spring in your step, like new doctor, sh- no, new, new doctor Scholl gel caps or whatever they're called? Exactly. I think that was it. I had taped them to my knees so that I could just bounce out of bed and roll. That would be it. <laughs> okay. Well, let's hope that's the only reason. Let's hope that was you the only have- reason. Yeah. We didn't just come out of Pride knees. Week, right? So that's- <laughs> <laughs> nice. Dear Diary, today I turned a page. Um, moving right along. Moving along. Thank you, Darcy. <laughs> let's, get to, uh, let's get to our listener feedback. Okay. This is uh, Shelly's call in to the uh, voicemail line, 206-202-8065. See, now I have mm. a number in front of me. Uh, let's have a listen. Hey, guys. It's Shell. Uh, I just wanted to let you know that uh, 
Yeah, even though I would like to believe I still have all of my sanity intact, That's I'm beginning to question it a little bit, especially after this past week's podcast. Todd, you hit that right on the head. What the fuck? Uh, there's that clip. Where were you That's guys going good. with all of that? It's like the blind leading the blind. There was no direction. Still funny, but no direction. And as far as breastfeeding goes... Oh, here we go. Yeah, I can understand how it makes people uncomfortable, you know. If there's naked boobs around, you're thinking sex. Unfortunately, there's somebody really small who probably shouldn't be thinking about sex right there in the middle of all of it. I personally always preferred to just throw a blanket over it so nobody could see, and then I could have some social conversations with folks because nobody really could tell. They knew what was going on, but they weren't really looking at anything. And as far as letting your three-year-old still breastfeed, it's always been my mantra that if the kid can open the fridge, they don't need me for a snack. Hope you guys have a great day, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Looking forward to this week's podcast. Night, all. <laughs> okay. Shelly. Thanks, Shelly. To, to her last point, I would say uh, so long as the kid can go and get Mama a beer, <laughs> that's still good. The cold ones are on the top, sweetie. Then you get your num-nums. <laughs> That was a little harsh criticism. I'm all offended now. Well, no, I, that, well, it was, it's all my, it's all directed at me. I'm supposed to be. Uh, I'm <laughs> the conductor here. Yeah, we're just you know we're the cats that he's trying to herd. <laughs> um, my question in all of this was, she said it was like the blindly in the book, which fair comment. But that would lead us to believe that through the previous 52 episodes or 51, I guess up to that point, that we had been organized. <laughs> there was True. a flow in sense. <laughs> but but if nothing else, I think that marked the perfect way to have your one year anniversary. The shittiest <laughs> show ever. <laughs> show ever. <laughs> I gotta admit, like the like last week was kind of busy, so the first opportunity I had to listen to it was in the car yesterday. Oh, so really? I'm actually like I was like way behind in all my podcasts and stuff like that because I just I wasn't in transit a lot this week um, where I was able to. So I finally got to listen, and it made me giggle quite a few times. Not anything I said, but you know. <laughs> but Dave's uh, dead raccoon story. Dave's sure. dead raccoon story was the best. It, uh, it it actually made me pee a little bit. There's a little bit of pee. You know they have a uh, little. They have like little uh, diaper pad things for that now. Really? Yes. Where was that when I was born? By could land sponsor down. the show, maybe. <laughs> well. I think before we approach them to, to to sponsor the show, we might want to get a little bit funnier, so people would have a reason to piss the pants. That that would be something. Just saying, that would be something. All right. In furtherance of that uh, effort, let's uh, have a listen to uh, Todd's segment from this morning's uh, spot on Bob's Breakfast with Ali, Chris, and the Lock. Bob's Breakfast presents the self-proclaimed funniest man to come out of the Thousand Islands. Here's Todd Van Allen. Happy Canada Day, Todd Van Allen. Good day and a happy belated Canada Day to you guys. How did you, uh, did you celebrate in any special way? I, uh, you know what? I did what every red-blooded Canadian does, uh, ate meat and drank. (laughs) That was was really it. It was, you guys, anything cool? Pretty much the same. I had a massive party and uh, we ate meat and drank. Yep. Yep, the uh, I was uh, I was listening to uh, your sister station in Ottawa, Bob. Mm-hmm. I guess it can't really be a sister station if his name is Bob. I guess more of a brother, brother station. Brother station, and they were doing uh, nothing but Canadian music mm-hmm. all day on the air. Nothing but Canadian music, or uh, as it turned out, as you could listen to it more and more. Uh, hope you like the box and Brian and Adam festival. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I, I called in. It's just like you know, like they're playing an awful lot of those guys, which it's fair enough. I mean, they're they're both really good artists, but there's so much Canadian music out of the '80s and '90s. Could have way more. I'm just like I called them up. I was like, you know, what about like the Hip or Bare Naked Ladies, Images in Vogue, Strange Advance, Frozen Ghosts, Chalk Circle, Northern Pikes, Between Four Forty, Alanis Morissette, even like what about those? And they're just like closer together. Close that <laughs> <way>. so, <yeah. laughs> they. They stopped around eleven thirty, I think, unless Phil Collins got a citizenship lately. I don't know. They just, you know, they suddenly went into the studio. <laughs> just all of a sudden, <laughs> I don't know what happened. Well, um, you should have been listening to us. You wouldn't have had that pain. I know. I know. Oh, just I just like, oh, come on, play some chalk circle for crying out loud. <laughs> 
Um, well, things should be back to normal the next week. I'm going to actually be away tomorrow. Locke is away this week doing Wait, God wait, knows you're what. away tomorrow? I'm away tomorrow, yeah. You're giving Chris the keys to the shop? He's doing everything on his oh, own tomorrow. Gosh. Look out. Yeah. Okay, so Monday you'll be coming back to the pile of ashes. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I have to get... Chris just standing there with the keys in his hand going, I thought it'd be okay to put the rags there. You know, I don't know. <laughs> Look, I only have the gas can in case everything goes wrong. That's it. Okay. Oh, just, just an emergency situation right. only. Right? Okay, so you can gamble away your chance. Oh, my God, burn the station. <laughs> Things are going to be a little scary when we all come back on Monday. <laughs> Everyone's going to have a hate on come Monday. But, uh, <laughs> well, it'll so be walk away. Yeah, it'll be interesting yep. to find out what Locke has been up to uh, this yes. past week. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting. So I, I cannot wait to hear this. So I've just been speculating uh, <laughs> sort of what Locke has been doing. So I came up with a... A, uh, a top ten, if you will. I haven't done one in a while, so I figured, you know, we'll just do a, a top ten uh, speculations on uh, what Locke may be doing this week with his week off. <laughs> oh, boy. So let's, let's, let's figure out what he's doing so we can, we can get to this. Again, this is just, you know, he can validate which one of these things he's done come Monday, if you like. Or <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll see if he has actually done any of them. All right, so let's, right. let's start. Okay, so number right. ten. Uh, attempting to break. Uh, uh, let's try that again. Attempting to break his neck while playing rugby. Yes. yes on his yeah. Xbox. Number nine. Oh. Yeah. Uh, finally, doing the audit of relatives he said were dead but aren't really, so that he can call in for more days off. Oh. <laughs> you gotta get that. You gotta. You gotta do that once in a while. Uh, number eight. Becoming a Ribfest touring groupie. He <laughs> gets thrown out in Etobicoke, however, for asking for a McRib. Oh. That's, yeah. You don't do that. That's a sin. Um, number seven, continuing to picket Brockville Town Hall by, uh, for a bylaw permitting morning DJs to uh, get a free ham, a two-for-one voucher, participating in Casey's restaurants, and, quote, first crack at the St. Lawrence College nursing students. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all for that. See, I'd vote I like that one because it works in both Kingston and Brockville. <laughs> Truly a master. Um, number six, penning a strongly worded letter to the local constabulary demanding the return of his loud little parrot costume and his three Tickle Me Elmo dolls. <laughs> I, I don't get that I one don't want to know about that it's one. Just, yeah. That one's just really disturbing. Um, number five, convincing the New Zealand rugby team, the All Blacks, that maybe the color Orange Blossom might cheer up their uniforms a bit. <laughs> Uh, number four, muttering under his breath after breakfast all day, each and every day. There was never three eggs in that omelet. Oh. He's just, he's, he's filled with anger sometimes. <laughs> uh, number three, adding photos to his profile on Facebook. Name of the photo album? My Back Hair. Oh. I know, I know, it's really creepy. Um, number two. Uh, walking around with a frozen, shocked look on his face for three days after guessing incorrectly that the movie was called Young People Fishing. Oh, my. Oh. That's what I thought. That was what I originally thought, but I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> and the number one speculated uh, activity that uh, Locke is probably doing on his week off, renting all six seasons of Sex in the City, getting in his jammies, and bawling like a little girl. Oh. <laughs> Well, that one is the that most again likely. Is just my guess. Yeah. yeah, that's totally going on right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you very much, Todd Van, Allen, Al, uh, Todd Van Allen. And as I say, things will be back to normal next week for us. And um, I guess we will have the, uh, the, the, the featured show that we just did here on your website. What is the name of the website again? Oh, uh, www.heyitstda.com uh, or toddvanallen.com. Thank you very much, Todd you Van Allen. You do when you like. Talk to you next week. Okay. Oh. So that was nice. one thing I didn't I didn't catch there. Um, number Young two people on fishing. the top ten list. Yeah, I didn't get that one. Well, there's a movie out there called Young People Fucking. Ah, uh, okay. And the way that they're <laughs> doing it on posters and stuff like that, they have F star 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 ing. So I was looking at it. it could be oh, it's Young People Fishing. It's an angling movie. <laughs> See, that was way too clever for me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, looks like looks like we learned something about Darcy and Chris Holsky this morning. <laughs> totally outsmarted me. Yeah, oh, and thanks to I'm... Chris though. Chris uh, mm-hmm. sent over the MP3 of the uh, the segment. I thought yep. maybe uh, we would have we wouldn't have one this morning um, no. because Locke's on vacation. But uh, <clears throat> yep. But he stepped up and uh, and sent over the file. Yep. Way for him to uh, to drive it in. That Chris is a good guy. Chris is a good guy. <laughs> we should we should buy him a present. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? Yeah. So, um, hey, speaking of unfunny stuff, why don't we drop in the uh, the mic clip on Drive FM right about here? 
assuming it shows up. Not too bad, Mikey. You good? I'm doing doing pretty good. We're getting uh, ready and getting excited for another big event coming up this weekend, Saturday, 9 to 3. It's going to be the 10th annual Sky is the Limit Festival happening at the Kingston Memorial Center. And uh, actually tomorrow leading up to it, there's a military versus media obstacle course challenge in which uh, I'll be representing the drive. So, yeah. So it's like media and military. I can see, I could see like I don't know which side you would be on with that haircut. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, that's a I, tough you call. You play either side. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, I'll go with the winning side. Yeah. Have you have you warmed up for this thing? Like, have you done any training or anything? No, nothing. So you'll be you'll be easy to uh, to pick out. You'll be the one coughing up blood about ten feet from the steeplechase. <laughs> pretty much it. Yeah. I just I like picturing you and Bill Hutchins from CKWS like halfway up the rope on the wall screaming, "I got rope burn!" <laughs> Why didn't I do the job in Thunder Bay? Uh, excellent. Well, uh, tonight and every Thursday night on 98.9 The Drive, where we are sponsoring uh, free movies in Market Square. Last Thursday, we did Back to the Future. Tonight, we got a, another classic. It's uh, Fields of Dreams. Um, you do want to be careful because there was a drive-in theater. This was a while ago. There's a drive-in theater near Owen Sound mm-hmm. uh, that was hit with a tornado at night during a screening of Twister. <laughs> yeah, so that didn't really happen. It did. It totally happened. It was like everyone was in their car going, this is really realistic. <laughs> this is, we don't even have 3D glasses on. This is good. So, oh, another thing that's going on in uh, Kingston, Todd, actually, I'm not sure if you're aware, but there's this uh, new bylaw that's in place. Uh, as of July 1st, you can no longer idle your car for longer than three minutes. They're trying to cut back on greenhouse mm-hmm. gas em- uh, emissions. So uh, uh, as long as it's in the summertime, at no longer, uh, no more than three minutes of idling your car. So my question is, how are they going to regulate that? Mm. I think I think one of the problem with that is, is like, how do you gauge three minutes? I've got some tips on how you can figure out what three minutes is. All right, let's hear them. Uh, so if you have a hot plate in your car, three-minute egg, boil that. That'd be good. Um, I was reading this book. It says, uh, thin, rich, and happy. Take three minutes to start your new life. So just start your new life. That's a good one. Um, remove some stains with a Tide pen. You can try that. <laughs> Um, if you've got uh, the internet on your phone or whatever like that, uh, you can do what I do. I lose about $10,000 doing off-track betting. Uh, <laughs> that takes me about three minutes. Um, or I, I think uh, one of the easiest gauges uh, for myself, I could have sex six times. <laughs> that would be me. And, you know, they'd, they'd still be waiting for another minute. Oh, goodness. We were talking with comedian Todd Van Allen. And, and I guess uh, just so you know, Todd, uh, next week I'm, I'm going to be away. A bunch of us, uh, we're going to go camping down to the sandbanks in Picton. Nice. I'm so jealous. You get to you get to do the sandbanks. That is very cool. Beautiful spot. I, I am totally jealous because like the beaches down in Toronto aren't that good. The closest I get to any beachfront is like visiting my friends who have cats. <laughs> That's it. This is like, oh, can I stand by the box? That's nice. That's really nice there. Well, uh, maybe we'll invite you along sometime. Oh, I'm looking uh, forward to it. I got my suit. <laughs> just not next week. Ah, All, right. All right. Dodd Van Allen. So uh, we will talk again in uh, two weeks. Uh, self Proclaimed funniest man across a thousand islands uh, every Thursday at this time. Formerly from Gananoque, now lives in Toronto. You can find out everything going on at heyitstva.com or toddvanallen.com. We'll talk to you in two weeks, Todd. Sounds great. Have a great time, Mikey. Thank you. And assuming it showed up, it was very funny. Assuming it showed up, it was very funny. Oh, hilarious. (laughs) You know, I'm having a tough time figuring out what was funnier, that one or the Bob Spot. They were both filled with hilarity. Filled with hilarity. You just... (laughs) (laughs) You can't write comedy like that in half an hour. You really can't. <laughs> no. You just, there's no, no way. I defy it. <laughs> well, I couldn't do it. <laughs> defy any of you. <laughs> so, Darcy? So, so do we want to do uh, Titus spot now, or do we want to get into the serious oh. bit and then have him come in and save the show later? I leave that to you, hair director, because uh, <laughs> you know what? It's going to be Shelley's vitriol you got to deal with next week, so yeah. I really don't, you know. <laughs> Three-ring as, circus here. Okay. As you wish. Titus, let's, uh, let's get him in and out and get him in and out with his day. Let's He's old, you know. He doesn't do in and out very well anymore. <laughs> Just as you going to play his little music? Yeah, sure. Why not? I'll go get him. All right. Hang on. History Minute with Titus Malcolm. Oh, well, hello, gentlemen. Welcome back, Titus. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Is our good friend Dave there? I guess not. I, I believe, oh, and sometimes he takes this as a cue to go uh, go to the bathroom. 
uh, or refresh his beverage or uh, in sometimes uh, doing the uh, five square puzzle Sudokus that are sometimes showing up in the weekend editions. <laughs> sometimes save them for the I see him all the time. That's, that's more than five. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This week question um, again from Shelley. Again from Shelley. Uh, it's, it's very nice. Is she, is, is she okay from last week? Uh, I heard she sent in some 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 not at all complimentary words. Maybe um, not uh, not not unjust and, and unfair at all. <laughs> not at all. No, yeah, really. no, no fire in the belly. That's why we like Shelly. I think that's why I do. Anyway, she's got a bit of fire in the belly. She's a, a go with spunk and gumption. Well, her question I, um, is uh, about. Not necessarily about Toronto, but about yourself. And I thought, um, since you've been doing oh. this for, for several uh, weeks now, um, might be a good time to sort of recap on who you are and, and, um, and why yeah. we have you on the show and why you well, know so fair. much about Toronto. So she writes, Hey, Titus, I apparently was sleeping the week you explained just how you know so much about Toronto. What's your background, and how in the world do you remember all that cool stuff about Toronto? Oh. Do you remember when Toronto was a small town of less than 1,000 people? Shelly. Well, 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 well. Uh, that's a very good. I, I thank her very much for the personal interest. That was very nice of her. Um, well, as as I would tell people from uh, from time to time, come out when Todd needs me to come out for his shows or other people around here, you know, just want me to come out and learn people up a bit, as they say. Um, I have uh, lived in Toronto all my life. And uh, the the reason I became interested in Toronto was because I would look around and just was filled with wonder by the city. And I took on a, a job. I started out uh, in the early days walking around this fair city in a, in a paper route. And back then there were only three newspaper boys uh, for the Toronto Star, the paper at that time. Uh, this was even before the Toronto Star was known as the Toronto Star. Uh, it was known as the Toronto White Dwarf. Which was, it's a much smaller circulation at that point. That's why they took the name. Um, but even so, there was uh, several thousand households that we had in Toronto, and there was only three paper boys that covered. Also, I got to see a fair chunk of the city. And there were some days, admittedly, when you're walking around in the rain, you just get kind of down on it all, and you go, well, why don't I live in a smaller town than this? This is this is bull plop, we used to say back in the day. But, you know, on the sunny days, you'd be a spring in your step, and you go as you're delivering your 2,500 papers. You'd, you'd look around and go, you know, the, the, the back-breaking ache that I'm feeling right now, it's worth it just to take in this fair city. And I got to see all the all the neighborhoods and all the different people, and the, the, the children would smile, and people on their bikes, and all the shops shopkeepers sweeping the stoops and all that. So I, I, I took a job at City Hall because I'd seen so much and I just asked people questions about the neighborhoods and I retained that. It just I always had a keen memory. Mm-hmm. Sometimes can't remember where my pants are from time to time, but you know I, I can always you know I'm always good for a bit of a yarn about you know different areas of the city. And so I took on a a a, a, a job in the public records. And uh, uh, that is where I, uh, I applied my craft, and I just burrowed into all the books and and got to know the, all the archives and uh, and recorded all the information. It just stuck with me for some reason. So um, you know they uh, they've outlawed me from local trivia events. They said I've now been promoted to judge. They won't let me compete anymore because oh, I, ju- I just well I would just embarrass people really. It would just it would it would be sad, you know. You know, people who should know better too, like mayors and the like. Um, you know, we once had a oh, this was way back in the days before. You know, even that idiot Mel Lastman. You know, uh, you know, it was long before that, about six or seven mayors before him. Uh, a lovely gentleman. Um, I can't remember his name off the top of my head, but I remember he always wore a nice suit. Always was well put together, and they had like a like when one of the summer festivals I think it was near Canada Day or a long weekend we had a a showdown of of questions and I embarrassed him 183 to to two, and uh, the reason he got two is because uh, it was hay fever season and I sneezed, and I couldn't answer the questions before he did. So uh, yeah, it, it was an embarrassment. He was he was he was actually impeached at that point just because it's oh they don't he doesn't know anything about it. About this city, so boom, they, they, there was an election the next day. Um, they offered me the position, obviously, because I know a lot about the city, but uh, uh, I just have no sort of uh, economic prowess at all. You know, I don't have an eye for infrastructure. I can tell you about things, but I wouldn't know how to run a subway or keep hospital city uh, safe or you know that sort of thing. That's just not my forte, as people <laughs> would say. So, so that is uh, that that is how I came into the position. 
And, All right. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's about that. Well, thanks uh, very much, Titus, and thank uh, you to Shelley for uh, sending in your question. And uh, anyone else has a question for Titus? Uh, Titus at heyitstv.com. That is back, that is uh, correct. I've got that email again. I yeah. never check it. I never check. I always forget. Don't worry. I got your back on that. Ah, uh, good. Uh, you let me know if there's anything I need to know of, like you know, size. You know, you know those people who say you can make things bigger. Because I, I've I've got small feet. I'm just wondering if I could use that same ointment to you know bump up my feet a couple of sizes. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you would make make bigger. Uh, well, I'm, I'm guessing that's what it does. It just, you know, it says, you know, you know, feats and inches. That's what I've, I've seen in some subject lines. So I just assumed <laughs> what that was. But, but right, always a, a lot, Titus. Always a pleasure. And Dave, it's a pleasure to talk to you again today, too. You guys have a have a great day. <laughs> See you next week, buddy. <laughs> what a wealth of information that Titus is, eh? Uh, there we go. <laughs> uh, how are you guys? Is he done? <laughs> Oh yeah, he's done. Yeah, right, <laughs> he's shorter this week. We just got a little, uh, little history, little history, <laughs> little Titus history, history, a little history on on Titus himself, actually. Uh huh. Again from Shelley, was it? Uh yeah, yeah. It's you know what? It's good between her and Amanda. <laughs> he wouldn't have a spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Keep them coming. Yeah, especially uh, yeah, Shelley especially sort of keeps this uh, this train rolling. She really does. She does. Uh, she does. <laughs> <laughs> she watches the train, just wondering when it's going to derail. <laughs> she just keeps feeding coal into the uh, into the engine <laughs> as we chug along. I remember being introduced uh, at fifty four by Ben Guyatt at one point, who wasn't happy with the audience as he ever is, <laughs> and and said, "All right, are you ready for your headliner on this train wreck?" Oh jeez! <laughs> and so, yeah, that was what I hit the stage with, and so I came out and I kind of ch- tried to charm the audience back, so you know they'd be on my side. And so, first of all, I want to take issue with what Ben said. This is not a train wreck because let's face it, folks. Sometimes trains go places. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a train wreck. I would have to say at fifty-four, my best intro was. Uh, is it hot in here? Because I got to tell you, I'm sweating like a fag eating a hot dog. Ladies and gentlemen, your next comic. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, uh, <laughs> I think, was that on Friday, Dave? <laughs> no, 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 no. That was, uh, that was, <laughs> that was sometime in the fall. <laughs> I, uh, I remember this happened. This happened about a year or two years ago, and I was still like kind of hacking around and doing middle spots there. Without a, a word of a lie, this is the way it went. Hey, buddy, shut the fuck up! You're the reason why cousins cousins shouldn't fuck. Your next act. <laughs> <laughs> bam, bam. Wow. Oh, it yelling at someone and then just bring him on stage <laughs> in mid rant. That's it. This might be a good time to mention that you're, uh, you'll be headlining there, Todd. Uh, <laughs> That's right. Next Friday night. Don't miss that, folks. You have no idea what'll happen. I love that place, man. I that do. Is, I that's got to be one of the funnest rooms to play. I absolutely adore playing there. <laughs> adore it. Club I don't even Berlin. I don't know. Who. Go over to heyitstv.com to get uh, all the details. Map the yes. place. Uh, check the show link. Um, where you can actually print out a little coupon, I think, two for one. Yeah, it's about a third of the way or two-thirds of the way down the page once you get – it's it's a really well-designed site. Oh, yes. I was just going to say, <laughs> wonderful because, website. Yeah, if you like scrolling, <laughs> we have scrolling. <laughs> <laughs> and it advertises all the other nights for, for Club 54. There's one I've always been trying to turn into a joke. It's a, it's a sign, and I just can't make it pay. I will send this into feedback at heystva.com to see if you – you can help me write this but there's a sign in the men's room uh there's posters everywhere for every night of the week they have and the one sign that always gets me is single over 30 then fridays and sundays at club 54 is the place for you <laughs> and every time i read that there's no way i cannot in my head not make that sound like a punishment <laughs> i don't know how to and i just it dies there 
Yeah, a little bit of a snicker, but I don't know how to finish that one. But you're on well, a Friday, think... right? You're going to be there on a Friday. Like, do they turn into be a there. disco or something after you go? Oh, fuck. Day? I am going to be there on a Friday, aren't I? Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jesus. i got to stay for an hour at least. <laughs> oh, that's going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, always... you should stick around. Yeah. Check it out. I'd go, but I'm going to be in Ottawa at Absolute Comedy, I think. Uh, son of a bum. Um, yeah, because I would love to check that out. They okay. have just all their. I'm in love with so many of their waitresses. Yeah, yeah. We're not really in love, but no, that's as as much love as you could get in like a twenty minute span <laughs> behind a tricell. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what a tricell is, but I was thinking garbage dumpster. Like a, but a dumpster. Sure. Okay. Like a, dumpster. Yeah. Like a tricell. Ah, like, I guess tricell's the brand name. Not that dumpster isn't either, but uh, <laughs> one of those garbage shoot things. Skips, if you will. Yes. Skip. Yeah, there you go. 20, 20 minutes, 11 is what I'm saying. <laughs> you just look. They look like, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Nasty? In, in kind of both senses of the word, you know what I mean? What? The waitress is there. They look kind of nasty. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah, sorry. Sense. Well, Dirty. Would you think I was talking about dumpsters still? Nasty-looking <laughs> dumpsters. What? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, a little bit of a nasty dumpster. Apparently, I'm, I, we need a PowerPoint so I can follow along here. Okay, yeah. Um, but yes, they do look a little nasty, a little dirty. Yeah. A little, um, should be dancing around a Polish. But not at a good club. No, like Jilly's. <laughs> like, yeah. And not on a weekend, like probably Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, Tuesday at Jilly's is about right. Tuesday noon for the lunch crowd. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking 3 o'clock. Okay, <laughs> I'll have a corned beef sandwich. And hey, speaking of corned beef. <laughs> hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to go with it. Well, Todd was going to be playing there on uh, July 11th. It's <laughs> Friday. But there will probably be a spot. not Jilly's. <laughs> yes. Don't go to Jilly's. Well, go if you want, but I won't be there. Well, I'll be after. I just shut. I'm not performing. There. <laughs> Hopefully, we'll get some uh, audio out of that gig because I'm going to actually come along. I'm going to uh, try yes. and record some of it. That's right. And um, and Kari, uh, my wife, has got, uh, I think she's got about seven people lined up to uh, come along. So I'll bring up the total people there to 10. Yes. Because <laughs> it'll be me, the entourage, Ben, and the opener. Yeah. <laughs> I don't they've know who's... Getting, Go ahead. They've been getting wicked crowds. Have they? Yeah. Okay. That'll be good then. Oh, yeah. Be good. I've, I've got a couple of shows prior to that that I'm going to go out to just to kind of um, try out some new stuff so I can, I can hopefully inject that in. And, uh, oh, somebody's phone's ringing. Not mine. And Dave's away. <laughs> okay, subject line in Shelley's next email. Consummate professionalism. Yeah, turn off your goddamn phone. <laughs> um, I, I understand. Like Dave, like, Dave is a busy man. He's on borrowed time. And, like, you know, have we discussed what Dave's day job is? Um, he actually does, like, fund analysis, right? And he shows up. The, the references to BNN last week is that he shows analysis? up. Fund with a fund. D. Yeah. There's nothing, there's no fun nothing in funds. fun. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's it. I mean, um, it is, but. Right. So, so he has a lot of portfolio work he has to do, and we always get Dave on borrowed time, admittedly. <laughs> so, so if he has to do a little, a little, you know, dash for the phone, that's completely all right. I'm very popular. I noticed. Is that another that's BNN cool. spot, or is that, uh. <laughs> no, that was Sam. Oh. <laughs> Hi, Sam. How are you, sweetheart? If you're listening, if you're listening, yeah, don't ever fuck up our show again, please. (laughs) Sweetie, okay? All right. Love you. Kisses. All right. So that's done. (laughs) Tell her she's got got to listen. That'll like quadruple our listenership right now. Oh, somebody's Blackberry's too close to their, uh, their microphone. Yeah. I don't know. That's probably me, too. I'm just... I'm not very good at the. Um, I'm not doing a very good job here today, am I? <laughs> hey, speaking of comics who aren't doing a very good job, yeah, <laughs> let's go to the show notes for a moment because this 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 came to me as like TVA would never do this. This is what I think Darcy had written in. You'd re- yes, you wrote this. I in? did. Yeah. Okay. And this is about um, 
the Guy Earl. Guy Earl, yeah. yeah. Do you want to do you want to do the backstory on this since uh, this, since you found this article? All right, so um, he hosts a, a comedy night, like a open mic night in BC, and he um, well, you can check out the the store. I'll put links in the show notes, but. Uh, the end of it is he's getting um, – well, not, he, he's going to be up uh, for a human rights tribunal. Um, there are – I don't know. I think it's just one complainant actually. Uh, but her and her girlfriend were at this club and uh, they say that they're – Her and her girlfriend. Rights. Her and her girl, girlfriend, yes, yes. That's a, but that their, their uh, human rights were violated by this guy because right. he uh, – well, basically, he sort of uh, tried to shut them up. They were hecklers and mm-hmm. uh, Sunday and lesbians, well. and uh, there's also a YouTube video that we'll uh, we'll link to as well, um, so you can sort of hear his side of the story. But um, I think basically he sort of just uh, just went too far. I think with these uh, these ladies, and uh, I mean it, went, it carried on after the show. Like she threw a drink in his face and. Uh, mm-hmm. Somehow he broke her sunglasses, and uh, well, not just really, really ugly. He did it quite deliberately. Yeah, yeah. So, but I was just reading this whole thing. I was like, oh, you see, that's why Todd gets all these hosting gigs. He would never break down like this. Like, <laughs> I mean, heckling. Yeah, you, if you heckle, you you sort of you know you're asking for it. But right. I mean, this you know he's still the host. I mean, he's still supposed to keep uh, the show going, and he's not. Right. You know, he kind of lost it. He kind of. You can lose it on stage, and Dave, I'm sure you've done it when you're hosting. I know I've done it, mm-hmm. where you're just you're done with these people. Um, yeah, <clears throat> like there was a night at the Fox where the table would not shut up at the back, and it was pissing off everyone, including the the rest of the crowd. So I got everyone in the room to, on the count of three, yell, "Hey, shut the fuck up." You know, as is a normal tool that you get, you know, when the crowd's on your side. And so it shut up the table for a good 30 seconds, and then they're right back at it. And it was the night, and I just, I got to the point where I was ridiculing them. It was like this table of, like, two couples and their kids uh-huh. on a, like, 10, 11 o'clock at night on a Sunday. A school night wasn't a holiday. And the kids are still up at 11. The The... Uh, parents are just slamming back booze like there's no tomorrow and having really loud conversation at the back of the room and uh and so i just you know they could they weren't paying attention to us and so I j- it just got the better of me and so i started berating their parenting and just like <laughs> wow you know uh it's it i get the feeling we're going to be seeing these kids in about another 10 years uh with a straight on headshot and then one of a profile you know and just like shit like that and just like you know you know i'll be seeing them you know jacking cars and like you know all this really fun stuff and you know just and the, the parents were oblivious wow we're still not doing anything so i know what it's like to just be done with people this is getting a lot of press actually like the the national post wrote an article on it um <laughs> It's on both com- uh, uh, Ottawa Comedy dot com, Toronto Comedy dot com forums. So the, what are you thinking? Uh, good career move. I mean, I hadn't I hadn't heard of Guy Earl before. Hey, you know what? I never had either. To be quite honest, I'm sure he's never heard of me. So yeah, you know, that's fine. Uh, good on both of us. But <laughs> it's it, you know what? He's to say there's uh, no such thing as bad publicity. I think this is probably a good example of that actually. Because he's going to come out all right. I don't think there's going to be like a human rights tribunal. Like if there is, I think it's going to find his direction because there's a social contract. And I think one of the articles, I think it was the National Post said this, is like, okay, so you're going to protect the rights of these you know, two lesbians who made a point of sitting down and trying to disrupt the show. Mm-hmm. Like you don't do what they did and not – you know, and not go. This is my game plan. This is what we're going to do because we're hammered, and we have seen. You see people like this, girls especially. I find once they're hammered, they just uh, guys will become belligerent. Women, I find, become more. It's all about me. Look at me. Right. Right. Uh, guys just want to do one better than you. Women want to make the entire thing about them. That's what I've noticed. The prettier and drunker the women are, the more that is. <laughs> If you get – if you're doing the, the Fox at night and you see two drunk women who look like they just got done their shift at Hooters across the street who are just screaming on Jaeger, you know it's going to be a rough night. Mm. <laughs> Bobby Mayer will hit the stage at some point and call them the C word. 
and then get punched that, in the face. That be guaranteed. I guarantee that, and then they'll be aiming for his testicles for the rest of the evening, and that's fine. That's the cycle that we're used to. But for for them to 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 feel their rights have been violated, what are the, what about the rights of the comic, who has the right to go up there and just you know try and do his job without you harassing him? Yeah, but and that doesn't I, matter to these human rights people, man. Like, <clears throat> if you've been doing, if you read at all what these things are like, it's like literally the thought police, man. You can't say anything bad about anybody or anything. And the people who are the judges on these things, they're like a bunch of like overly sensitive, politically collect, col- correct, left leaning, tree hugging, granola eating, sandal, Birkenstock wearing freak shows. Tell us like, what you feel, Dave. If you say anything at all about these people, they're going to be like, oh, that's just wrong. See, truth is no defense in any of these tribunals. There's no judicial – you're guilty until proven innocent. The ones in BC have never found anybody innocent. Mm. So it's they just like did. they just did recently. I've, I read it in like the Sunday Star or something like that. There was a, a case similar to this that they dismissed. Well, yeah. It wasn't this case in particular, but they did. They went, nope, nope. There's- was it in? Was it the BC one? Because like I know the other ones, yeah. like the Canada one and Ontario, they've got a little bit more sense. But the people in BC, for the most part, Jesus Christ, people, grow up. <laughs> you're you're going to see this thing go to appeals all the way up, if 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 anything happens with it, because there's no way this can stand. And by the way, okay, so we were talking last week about George Carlin, how he's saying there wasn't a lot of relevance. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I slid in. What am I doing in New Jersey? I think is eighth of fourteen um, HBO specials DVD. Okay, uh, and he talks about, and this was back in what eighty nine, eighty eight, eighty nine. Uh, he was talking about how the FCC in the states uh, said that um, TV and radio are the only are, are forums in the states that are not protected by the First Amendment. And the reason for that was a preacher in the States didn't like something what he heard. Mm-hmm. Uh, he heard on the radio. So it was at that point Carlin said, you know, they should have pointed out that there are two knobs on the radio. One changes the station, the other turns it off. Exactly. All right. And here we are. You know, he just died, what, last week? And he's still relevant even from then. Just saying. Just throwing that out there. Just kind of tying it back from last week. But no. There's well, no way this is going to. No, yeah. Um well, I think the like what their the uh, the tribunal is all about is that their their human rights were violated, like they were discriminated against because they were um, lesbians, or you know, by their um, yeah, which doesn't make sense to me because it's not like he like he went up there and he decided I'm not going to be funny because I, because they're lesbians, right? You know, like. Right. If he you go hold anything, like he, if he was a crappy host, right. He was a crappy host to everybody. He was <clears throat> right. If you sit down, I don't care whether it's guy, guy, girl, girl, or guy, girl. Sit down in the front of front row of a comedy club and start making out. First of all, you're totally disrespecting everyone. Secondly, I would expect at that point that uh, you know, unless you stop, or at this point you're you're trying to make it all about you, guns are able to come out blazing from the host. You know, you do it at the back. You don't. You don't need to go make your way to the front and start making out. That is a huge slap in the face. I don't care who you are. The fact that it becomes two women. Guess what? I believe the dictionary term for that is lesbianism. <laughs> Call it what you see. Oh, okay. So did you guys just meet or something? Is this no? It's obvious. <clears throat> but yeah, so he didn't actually withhold anything. He didn't like get to the punchline of the joke and then go, "Oh, wait, sorry." can't yeah. talk now lesbians right exactly he's just trying to do his job and then th- and then they assault him twice yeah they assault him twice a lot of people gloss over that fact he was assaulted twice before he actually did and he didn't even cause him any grievous bodily harm he bent and broke a six dollar pair of sunglasses that's it he didn't shove him he didn't push him he didn't do anything he broke a shitty pair of sunglasses mm-hmm they might have cost more. I don't know. I don't know. What. <laughs> I was going to say, where did you get the price on I don't, sunglasses? I don't know. I'm just guessing. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they picked them up at the Esso station before yeah. they went and got hammered. I'm, get, I'm guessing if they were the lesbians that, that I see, they're the ones that shop on Sunday at Loblaws. And, you know, they don't seem to have very expensive sunglasses. Not the ones I've seen. I'm just saying as a, as a strict sample of lesbians that I've seen. And not that any of those lesbians would, would you know, disgrace a show in that manner either. <laughs> the lesbians I see in, on the Sunday morning are classier. Well, you uh, got you got to say that because they'll beat you up. Oh, absolutely. 
<laughs> Local comedian beat up by lesbians. <laughs> Dyke Mart's still on, says representative. <laughs> <laughs> and Guy Earl is holding a benefit concert on uh, July 19th uh, yes. here in Toronto, actually, to raise money for his legal fees. I guess he couldn't have this show in BC. I, uh, I guess he's not having town. big mamas either. That's the, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> He won't be having it there. Where is that show exactly? I have know? no idea. I was going to ask you guys if you've heard uh, when it's going to, where it's going to be. I'd love to but, go. Uh, it's not mentioned in the, the news articles. Yeah. I think I'd quite like to go unless I'm booked that night. I don't know that I am or not. I don't know. I could be drinking, so. Mm. <laughs> Boo. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you go drink at the benefit? Hey, win-win. Well, maybe. When, I don't even know if I'm in town. Right. Um, so speaking of freedom of speech, mm-hmm. let's get into this, shall we? Oh, Christ. I, I should have taken this off. Of yeah, you should have, but I would have brought it up. Yeah. Yeah. So those of you who listened last week might have noticed a little bit of judicious editing. There was a... The, yes? <laughs> would you say that, Darcy? Uh, yeah. It was, a, it was a bit judicious. Um. And it wasn't, a, it wasn't a swear word that I uttered, actually. Because yeah, as we've discussed before, um, we have said a lot of things um, on this podcast. And just through, um, I like to think through liberalization of language. Um, Darcy likes to think laziness. We don't edit. But we edited last week. And what did we edit, Darcy? <laughs> Tell I us, just, please. Uh, I just threw in a little extra, a little extra audio, actually. Yeah, what was it? Happened to be over the top of uh, of the words Dane Cook. Yes, that's. Right. Are you going to bleep those out now? Is yeah. it? Oh, absolutely. Oh, are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm cutting this whole section out. What oh, are you talking about? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Fuck Dane Cook. 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 That's it. There's our um, Easter egg. That's our show yeah. title as well. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be a good one, actually. Uh, fish Dane Cook because there'll be an asterisk. Um, so. The, the the flashpoint for this came, I think, I guess it was Wednesday or something like that, Wednesday or Tuesday, because um, I was just not feeling motivated to work on the non-candidate day, whatever it was, and wrote, you know, Todd is to, on my Facebook status, Todd is to motivation as Dane Cook is to Oscar nod, mm-hmm. you know, which I thought was, you know, not particularly funny, but I thought typically accurate. I mean, like even fans of Dane Cook will go, no, he'll probably not ever get a Oscar nod, and that's fine. You know, he is what he is. That's it. So, uh, and and that's when you emailed me and said I should lay off the Dane Cook bashing. Right. Which Only I because went. it reminded me. I was, I was going to mention it before last week's show. I completely forgot. Right. So <laughs> then when I was going through and editing, I heard the, you know, the Dane Cook mention. I said, oh, this would be funny. Um, we don't edit anything, but uh, right. Dane Cook <laughs> now becomes a swear word, and I'll right. leave it out. Right. So... <laughs> But, but what got me was your was your rationale in the original argument. Okay. Because yeah, because you you said what was it? Um, <laughs> uh, it was oh yeah, it was uh, Kari brought it to your attention last week. Yeah, um, that we mentioned him on several episodes le- recently. Um, uh, let's see what is it. Although he is a hack, this is your quote actually. <laughs> oh, uh, this this is your quote. Um, <laughs> you might want to drop the pokes at Dane Cook. Although a hack, he has a huge online following. Uh, one that is very switched on to social networks and podcasts. There's a high probability that these people try will try an episode of the TBA podcast or search for com- comedians on Facebook and are Dane Cook fans. Right. So, and then you go on to say my Facebook stash remind me. So there's a couple things that irked me right there, <laughs> right there. Because then as I replied, this is, this was my actually reply to you. Uh, what serious? Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there is a following for Dane Cook, but anyone who's added me as a friend on Facebook. And those are the only people who are going to see that status knows my love for him and probably is like-minded. I just updated on Facebook, nowhere else. Likewise, uh, I don't think you have to bleep out his name. Why? Because if they're listening, they'll get the context as to how I feel about it. And heck, if they're already listening to the damn thing, we got them. Right? They've already downloaded the thing. So if you, you know, and if you listen to the podcast, Jimmy Pardo's uh, podcast, they don't like him, and they don't believe out his name, and uh, when uh, when they say they don't like him, they just say they don't. Um, well, they don't edit. They, they, they don't edit a, at all. They make a strong right. point that they, did, they yes. don't edit. Right. 
And so, um, as, as I really have to, to hate centering myself, not around uh, foul language, but because we can't mention he who shall not be named. He's not a comic. He's a performer. Uh, he has used a great marketing tool to get people to his shows. And if he had spent as much time on his act as he had manipulating MySpace to, to meet his needs, we wouldn't be having this conversation. Okay, well, first I'm going to have to edit that part out because I think uh, he who shall not be named, I think uh, J.K. Rowling's um, uh, empire owns that phrase. Yes. Okay, so that can be about. can't say that. (laughs) Okay. Okay. But that's what really got to me. I was like, wait a sec. (laughs) Well, (laughs) I can't bash Dane Cook because we might have Dane Cook fans listening. First of all, do we want those people anyway? This isn't just about getting numbers. <laughs> okay, this is about getting ongoing listeners. Like, by the way, if you're some jagoff, because the last thing I want is like, let's say we go into a Dane Cook free zone and someone emails in through uh, feedback at heyistba.com. Hey, Todd, I caught you at a show the other day. I thought you were pretty funny. You're a comedian. That's pretty cool. Hey, I like comics too. Do you like Dane Cook? They're going to be really disappointed when I go, fuck no, in my reply. <laughs> They're really going to be angry. So that's when I totally took the piss at, at Darcy and replied again and says, you know what? Maybe you're right. Maybe we should be careful about using Dane Cook, but I thought of something. That's just the Dane Cook people. What about the other folks? <laughs> the other folks that will feel marginalized with their web presence, and we haven't even begun addressing them. I think that you and I should also ensure that we steer away from the following topics, which probably also have a very large fan base. And so I go on to list them. Sex in the City, YouTube. <laughs> Jessica Alba, bracket Oscar this year. I can feel it. JZ, Avril Lavigne. Anyone from Jackass? Amy Winehouse. The Great Oprah. Mike Myers. Madonna. Eckhart Tolle. Sebastian Barry. Or really, any author with an Oprah sticker on their cover. Okay. <laughs> so, none of those people. We don't want to offend anyone. I, I, I totally am sorry for the new listeners of the TVA podcast who thought for a second that I might not like Dane Cook. I love him. I have him over to my house for dinner often. <laughs> he often gives me writing tips, and I go, why, thank you, Mr. Much, Mr. Cook, is what I say. <laughs> you know, made that laundry list there sound funny is when you said uh, JZ. JZ. <laughs> I'm Canadian. It's ZZ Top, by the way. <laughs> or Double Z Top, if you want. I, in uh, when Peterborough first launched their classic rock station, The Wolf, way back in the olden days, yep. I was listening, and the DJ said, and that is a hit from, that was Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top, and I just about lost it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he was being ironic no. or funny. Yeah. The, um, we never got into this last week, but the, the, uh, the audition I did um, – for this, uh, I can't remember who, what the product was for, but you're supposed to um, uh, make fun of the fact that you didn't know how to speak foreign languages. Like, I think it was like they were giving away a trip to Mexico and they say, and now you can practice your Spanish. And so I took it upon myself in the, in, in the audition to, is it like, they always tell you, try and make yourself stand out somehow, whether it's with a quirky voice or like a pronunciation or an impact or something like that. So I looked at it and I said, I was just going to read it really, really crappy language reads as it was. So it was like, hola, Signor, J. Suez, Canadian, Arigato, you know, like that, like that's, that was the script. And so I'm watching these people giggle in the booth and they came back after the take. They went that, that hola, Signor, was that for real? (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm a fucking idiot. That's how I, that's how I've been pronouncing it for years. No wonder they love me in the Dominican Republic. I'm like, "Uh, no, just came up with that actually. That's yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I get no respect anywhere and well, that's fine I don't think any of it's deserved anyways <laughs> that reminds me of that WKRP bit uh, <laughs> Les Nesman's reading up the winner of the uh, uh, Augusta Masters tournament was Chai Chai Rodriguez <laughs> <laughs> Johnny Seaver's on oh. shoulder uh, it's Chi Chi Rodriguez yeah. <laughs> oh, but even funnier is he goes, Mr. Rodriguez shot three under par. Perhaps next time he'll be up to par. <laughs> <laughs> My buddy Jack has every one of those episodes on VHS. <laughs> every episode of WKRP in Cincinnati. Oh, he would have it then with all the proper music. Because I, I got mm-hmm. the uh, DVD. Yes. And the DVD has all the music replaced by stuff that doesn't cost them as much to license. Right. 
which sucks. Which totally sucks. Totally sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like um, Jennifer's like, doorbell. Right. They couldn't even leave that in. What? You know, it plays like the opening to "Fly Me to the Moon." Yeah. They've changed. They they changed the doorbell. Oh. <laughs> so what? Happy birthday. <laughs> oh, you can't do that. Jeez. Oh no, Time Live Warner owns that. <laughs> <laughs> God rest ye merry gentlemen. <laughs> but like it, they turn it into something that you don't recognize. It's not a tune. Right. But, you know, the laugh track is still there. Like, so everyone is still laughing at this doorbell like it was. Right. But it's no longer funny because it's not a tune anymore. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> they asked that up big time. Yeah. Why do birds suddenly appear? Why do birds suddenly appear? <laughs> Sorry, it's a Simpsons reference. <laughs> March buys a doorbell while the boys go off to the Super Bowl. Remember that one? I don't remember yes. that one. Yeah. Vincent Price shows up in a cameo, which is very hard because he's dead, but he does it anyway. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's a great hard worker, man. Yes. So, long story short, Dane Cook can eat my tool, and that's fine. Well, that's not how I wanted things to turn out. <laughs> I'm done with it. I'm done with it because I, I I closed on this, Darcy, and I and and I, I I still believe it true to this moment that you know you're I don't think you're right in that we should censor it out because you know I'm going to hold my opinion. Dave's going to hold his opinion. You know, he said last week he didn't like Carlin. That's fine. Did I roast him for it? No. No. I'll be back on the show. Exactly. Um, he's wrong, but you know it's fine. Um, <laughs> Ouch. You know, some people like Dane Cook, some people don't. But I, the point I raise is that you know what? Maybe it's just not funny anymore to bash him because it's just too easy and it's been done. He, yeah, that would be it, my it argument. It is too easy. You're right. Yeah. Yes, it's uh, so too obvious. Yes, and yes, you're not the only comedian to not like uh, Dane Cook, Dave. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because Dane Cook fans are hooked into networking and <laughs> podcasts. <laughs> So I don't want to anger the masses who may discover me and come to one of my shows. <laughs> they are going to find such point, similarity Dave. between Dave and Dane. <laughs> I'm so energetic, and I love the act out. I know. You are going to be called Dane Patterson soon. I know, I know. And and see, whereas he likes to be all animated and, oh, don't you hate, don't you hate, don't you hate. You know what I do? I write punchlines. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a little bit of a different style, you know, but – uh, yeah, hey. you you actually script stuff, which is good. <laughs> yeah, but again, I really don't want to anger the exactly the the cookheads or whatever they're called. Get the Web 2.0 people on your ass. <laughs> That's right. Your credit rating gets hacked and slashed, my friend. Uh, hacked and slashed. This whole segment's gone because <laughs> <laughs> this is not what I wanted to happen. <laughs> okay, so we're done. But okay, so you agree that yeah, you're mentioning him too much. It's it's not funny anymore. It's too obvious. Right. And my only point was that you know, people who who might stumble upon this podcast uh, over on podcastalley.com, you should go over there and vote for us. Um, yes. And more people will stumble on. Are also uh, maybe listening to the Dancast. So this guy's podcast is humongous. Right. Um, I'm not saying that you you can't listen to both. Right. And, and I, I will be honest with you, Darcy. If the only reason people wouldn't listen to this is because I'm bad mouthing Dane Cook, toodles. I wouldn't want you at a live show, let alone you know poking around my website, downloading my shit. If that, if you're if you're that shallow, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> Easy as that. I already ended the show because you said toodles. So, oh, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's that's my kill word, is it? <laughs> yeah, I gotta remember that for the next time I'm in like some sort of weird SMN thing. That's like <laughs> the safety word is toodles. Toodles? No, wait, no, I'm not done. <laughs> you still have to put the thing in the. Never mind. Oh man. <laughs> so are we done here? Um, oh wait, I, I wanted to ask you about your commercial. You, yeah, you, you twittered that uh, you heard your commercial twice. Which commercial? And uh, uh, where'd you hear? I heard I heard both of them. Oh, yeah, heard, two different commercials. Two different commercials. I heard them both on air, and it's it's weird. One, I was sitting around a table with, like, friends of mine, and then one of them yelled, That's Todd! And we're like, oh, God, yeah, I guess it is. It's on the radio? It's on TV? What is it? <laughs> on the radio. It's strictly radio. So the, who's, uh, 
What station's playing it? Uh, I can't even remember, to be quite honest. Like, it, it would be like one of your... It, they're both nationwide spots. So it would be something along the lines of like your, your Bobs and Mix 99.9s and that sort of thing. Your Jack FMs and that sort of deal. Okay, it's, so I should just you know start just flipping through the dials and, and listening to all the stations. And when you think that there might like when you're listening to a radio show and you think right here they should talk about either Hyundai or Casey's, go with that. Okay. <laughs> so now I'm going to wait for the people uh, to mail in and go. Do you realize that Casey's is up on? You know, human rights violations and their food is not eco-friendly and how can you do that? And I just go, hey, I just show up and say, because it's the cheesiest. That's all I do. <laughs> just follow orders. And then we'll lose those people, Darcy, and then we're just left with Shelly again. Unless she's an ink book fan, in which case, well, Shelly, it's been great having you as a fan. <laughs> I guess we won't see you at a live show, despite the number of wristbands I could throw your way. I don't know how to make it right. <laughs> I really don't. Feedback at heyitstva.com. <laughs> hey, I got a question for you, Darcy, before we actually leave. Okay. Um, how was the Rib Fest? Because your, your wife uh, blogged about it on I can't believe I'm back in Toronto.blogspot.com. That's a long URL. I'll, I'll put that it in is. show notes. Yeah. Um, it was fantastic. What are you talking yeah? about? Rib Fest, you know. Dave, did you go as well? You went to the Etobicoke one? No, I didn't. Oh. No, I was out of town. I was up in uh, Peterborough getting drunk on a dock. That'll do. Yeah. On, a, on a what? On a dock. Oh, okay. You know, one of those things that yeah, on a dock. One of those things that juts out on a, into the water. I was thinking. And, I was thinking you found a professional during Pride Weekend. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. 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 I thought about it, but no. 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 no the Rib Fest was uh, was fantastic. Uh, a little bigger uh, than last year. The uh, the mm. Toronto one. It's in Etobicoke. Okay. Um, I had a lot, a lot, a lot of ribs. I went uh, Saturday and Monday. Good God, man! Uh, <laughs> I had something called the um, Vegetarian's Nightmare, which was delicious. Well, well, okay, so describe that to That's us. That's a trio of uh, chicken, ribs, and pulled pork. <laughs> oh. That's oh, a Dave my. Patterson bit right there. Oh, <laughs> that's Dave's salad. Beef, chicken, and pork in the same bowl. <laughs> Were they beef ribs? Uh, no, I think they're pork uh, ribs. So close, but uh, <laughs> so good. Um, so we came back, and you'd think we were, you know, kind of overdid it, but uh, no, we were, we already started uh, planning for the next one. So over at uh, Kari's blog, um, we have a, a public. Uh, Google Calendar with all mm-hmm. the other rib fests that are I noticed still that. coming up. Yep. So you can plan. I think the uh, the next one for us, you know, for uh, local, maybe the Markham rib fest in a couple weeks. Markham. And we've got uh, we got a Mississauga one that we might try and go to, and then there's one in Scarborough as well. Hmm. And then there's Kitchener Oxbridge. Yeah, those of you with uh, with cars can haul out to the other places. Um, I want to ask you again about the the Lansdowne Fair you mentioned last week. Um, yes. When's that happening? That is, I think it's July 18th. It's the 18th of this month. Okay. And uh, yeah, it show. should be fun. I was uh, I was talking with uh, the organizers yesterday, and we're trying to get as many of the um, uh, the uh, hot rod boys, the crash addicts, crash addicts. Yep. It's the TV show they have now, yeah. based yes. on that uh, movie. Mm-hmm. That I'm never home to see. Never home. I need to. I need to be able to 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 get there at some point. It's a great show. I mean, it's it's just like the the uh, the documentary DVD. Yeah. Mm. Such a good show. I miss. <laughs> anyway, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, apparently, I might get to uh, interview the Carnival Queen, the Fair Queen. Princess. I don't know what the I don't know what the official title is. That'll be hilarious. I think I'll miss, I think I'll miss the inauguration. Um. Uh, oh, one of the guys they want me to interview, who apparently quote is a hoot once you put a couple of beers in him, uh, is a former president of the <laughs> fair who confused my brother with me uh, and thought 
bang on that I took his daughter to the prom. <laughs> Which would be creepy because at the time that I would be going to the prom, she would have been in grade seven. <laughs> so no then. <laughs> I didn't have a white van then. But. <laughs> nice. Mm. <laughs> there All we right. go. And with that cough, I think we're out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Wrap it up, boys. I got a poo. This from (laughs) Dave. I just just saw that that entry in the show notes there. We're not allowed to chat with the Skype because it makes noise. Exactly. So (laughs) I'm glad we kept that on the down low. Um, All right. Let's spin out of this uh, with a song from Mashuptown.com. Kind of works with uh, everything we're talking about. with the uh, lesbian hating and uh, the Dane bashing and all that. It's uh, <laughs> link in the show notes at ASTV.com. Instamatic neon sex people. Say goodbye, everybody. See ya. Doodles.
I'm gonna go put. Uh, I gotta go grab myself another soda pop. You do that and make this quick. I gotta shit.